Yes, it is Thursday, March 9. This is the Big Sports Breakfast on Sky Sports Radio. And a very good morning to you if you are just tuning in. And what a day it is. Round two tonight, Foot of the Mountains. Penrith up against the Bunnies. The fourth test in our Medabat in front of 100,000 maybe there today. We're just not sure if they're going the black soil pitch or the red soil pitch. Clarky, come on. Black soil, red soil. Oh, does it matter? Yes. A I want soil. the one with more bounce, which is okay. the red soil one. Okay, well then, if that's the one we want, it'll be the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> um, just come back to the 100,000. Have we got, had it confirmed that 87,000 <laughs> is the Prime Minister's family and friends? Well, Has he blocked off 87,000 seats? Something like that. So apparently 85,000 seats are allocated to him. 85,000 I'm seats. sure that's for security reasons, so I bet you there's nowhere near 100,000 actual people at mm. the ground there today, but we'll, we'll be watching. Mm. Hmm. No, I don't think you're getting 100,000 either. Isn't Even it? if they're given away, I don't think there's 100,000 going to watch. No. Series is over. They're waiting, is on, they're waiting on the IPL. India now. Oh, please. They're spending their money on a Mumbai Indians versus Rajasthan Royal game. I don't reckon they're going to the test match. Well, we'll be watching. Hopefully, we can make it 2-2. Joining us in the studio, though, for the second week running, Yvonne Sampson from Fox Lee. Good morning. How oh, are you? Good morning. I snuck back in. I think I was only invited <laughs> back because I bring the coffees. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be allowed every week when you bring the caffeine. Have you ever had an entourage of 85,000, Yvonne? <laughs> I couldn't fill a phone booth with the amount of it. That's 85,000. I thought you were pulling my leg. 85,000 legit allocated for the PM. Well, That's what they're saying. Yeah. Why? We'll see how it trans. Well, security reasons. That's nuts. They want to sort of. That can't be right. Well, we'll see. There's been varying reports on this through the week. So, so, but I don't. What What does that mean? Does that mean three quarters of the stadium is empty because of security reasons? Possibly. Well, so you got eighty five thousand there looking after twenty thousand. How many did Albo get? Right. He's there. Our, our yeah, how many does Albo get? No, nah, I'm not sure. None. They just put it. No, nah, nah, he, he can walk around the ground. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's just play on. Sorry, sir. You yeah. don't have the right accreditation. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that ticket doesn't get you in here. You're, you're in the other section. The big lanyard. Prime Minister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, how about you, Queenslanders? I've just seen a story in the Courier Mail. Jason Taumalolo still keen to play for Queensland. I mean, who else do you want? It will um, take everyone. We're a very broad church. Oh, aren't you just? Aren't you just? So Wayne Pearce at the moment on the ARL commissions looking at the eligibility rules and assessing whether players from Tier 1 nations, England and New Zealand, who've lived in either state from 13 can be picked. And uh, Tao Malolo's been in Queensland since he was 13, but he played for New Zealand, even though he switched his allegiance to Tonga, of course. So having played for that Tier 1 nation, he's ineligible. But uh, we wait to see, and we've spoken about this ad nauseum loss, but whether the eligibility rules will be changed because off How the back of what we saw... How many games for New Zealand do you play? Ten. Ten tests oh, for New Zealand. That's a lot. Ten's a lot. Yeah. It's not one test. Where do you stand, Vol? Well, do you know, it's, just, it's oh. funny because I was like, give everyone a run. We want yeah, the best yeah. players playing Origin. And then... Cooper Cronk, who's on the, the Queensland Rugby League board, and he said, look, Vonnie, we've got to protect. I said, what are you going to do? This was all around the World Cup. And I said, because, you know, Tonga, Samoa, you know, Tier 1, Tier 2, this is all going to change the landscape. And I think there is a conversation about, especially when you see, like, a Jerome Luai, who grew up in New South Wales, uh, but proudly wants to represent his family and his culture. So he may feel very much like a New South Welsh, but not necessarily an Australian. He might not feel like a kangaroo, but but his heritage is obviously in the Pacifica. So 
And I said to Cooper, what are we going to do? Surely it's a conversation you're having at QRL in New South Wales Rugby League. And he said, you must protect the integrity of state of origin no matter what. And I said, so what, you're not going to have a Josh Papali'i? And he said, we'll find another Josh. So I think they're going to tighten the restrictions even harder to make sure that state of origin doesn't become an open slather. That's an interesting point that I certainly didn't think about. What if you find your state as your place of home, family, community, where you've lived for such a long period of time, but not necessarily your country. Mm. And that's like, you don't, I've never thought about that. Some players could be in that situation because they've been in Sydney yeah. or Queensland, New South Wales or Queensland, for such a long period of time. Yeah. That is their, you know, that's their heart, but their family, their mum or their dad yeah. is from Tonga, Samoa. And they want to yeah. represent that country. That's a, I've never looked at it like that. Yeah. You know, their home life, their yeah. traditions, their mm. connections. That's interesting. All very Pacific. Yeah. Uh, South Pacific, it's, it's, you know, it's really strong and they yeah. identify very strongly. They don't necessarily feel dinky-dye Aussies as yeah. we would it's traditionally define it. But, you know, they're very proudly New South Welshmen or Queenslanders. Um, mm. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of an area I think we're going to have to have further conversations about. I, I think it changes the narrative, though, around state of origin and what state of origin is. Yeah. If you yeah. start opening up yeah, the door for that. everybody. Because I looked at last year's series and, with all respect, Tom Dearden and Tom Gilbert wouldn't have got an opportunity for Queensland if other guys from other nations were able to play. Mm. So if Jason Taumalolo was able to play State of Origin last year, he would have been selected instead of Tom Gilbert. And the narrative around Origin has always been this great rivalry because Sydney have always been, or New South Wales have always been the big fish and Queensland have always been the underdog. underdog always yeah. been the underdog. And regardless of who pulls on our shirt, we're going to beat you. And that's what they've lived and breathed and that's why it's so successful. If you start opening it up for everybody, personally, and I've always been strong in this, I don't think you have the same feel. Well, I don't think you have the same stars, connection. Doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. And it becomes a similar type of game to an international or an all-stars game, as and, you mentioned. And it did start, correct me if I'm wrong, as it, it, it's your, your number one goal is to pick the best Australian team. So, New South Wales versus Queensland was the selection platform for that. Yes, it was after Origin was um, started. So Origin was brought about because Queensland were losing their players. They were made to play for New South Wales. Yep. And Queensland were getting beaten. So, it was more not about playing for Australia. It was okay. more about it was just, only the BRL. Yeah, right? yeah, it was just about playing state against state. Okay. And then we moved it towards the Origin selection. And now it's sort of grown again because of the influence of the Pacific Islands. And we are going to have Tonga and Samoa. They're not going backwards with their, with their football. They're just going to improve. Fiji, Papua New they're, Guinea, they're, they're, unbelievable. They're flying. So, so if you open it up, you know, you could get a situation where you have state of origin New South Wales and Queensland playing with limited players that will be available to play for Australia because all these other players that, make State of Origin want to go back and play for you. Tonga, Tonga Samoa, yeah, okay. So Jeez. I think the pathway should always be there for the players that want to represent Australia to be given that opportunity. 
to play Origin, and that's the pathway to the Green and Gold. But, but way, that's only the me. Way, the There's way it's going now in the, in the NRL, what's the percentage of uh, players that are eligible for that? Because it seems like that's going to get less and less. Mm. Because we've got so many more players now coming from Papua New Guinea, Samoa, Tonga. Like, we're seeing more of them involved in the NRL. So the actual... The, the the pile to pick the Australian players from, won't that, yes, won't that get smaller Yes, it does. Smaller it does get a smaller, smaller pool, smaller? but international rugby league grows. Yeah, okay. So it's... Oh, yeah, I know. Man, I know. How, do you, how do you get this balance right, you know? Well, well that's a good point, though, Vonnie, because are we doing enough for international football? And where does international football sit? Because if you ask the clubs, the clubs don't want to play representative football. Mm. They the clubs play. don't want to play no, Origin no, just, or International. No, the, the clubs are concerned about just their own players. Only. Yeah, they, okay. they want to protect their own players. Yeah. And they want their team to be strong and they want to be challenging. If they had their way, they wouldn't want their players playing in representative football in case they got injured. But, so so but for even, the games, got to think, what, what do we want? Well. Do, do we want a strong international game? Do we want a strong NRL competition? Where does Origin now sit? Yeah, but Is don't it... tell me playing Origin doesn't make you a better player. So you oh. take an Origin player back to clubland, mate. He he improves club footy. Yeah, so why would a club coach not want his player to have that opportunity? Uh, because they're worried about injury. Well, don't go to train. Don't walk outside because you can get hit by a bus <laughs> as well. Like, come on, isn't that how you get better? Play yeah, against yeah. the best, compete at the highest level. Now take that back to your yeah. club, and you improve your whole team. Mm. Yeah, uh, uh, that's yeah. what I'd be looking. Yeah. If I was the coach, that's how I'd see it. A hundred percent. But yes, when, when you're in that environment and you're fighting for your career, and you've got players that are going to miss and they get injured, and that could be the end of your coaching career, you're sitting there thinking, "Oh, geez, I wish he didn't play Origin." And they'll, they'll never come out and say yeah. it. Do you know off the back of this World Cup, and it was I think rugby league's in such a strong position because globally we had so many countries who play rugby league, like. You know, France is so strong and, and Wales and Scotland and they were from everywhere and it is just growing. AFL doesn't have that. AFL doesn't have teams all around the globe. There's no World Cup or Super League that equivalent that we can really point to. And I think the global growth for the International Rugby League um, Federation is, is a main focal point. I know Troy Grant's on that, yeah. on that board and, and driving very strongly. And I think all the energy... I mean, if you look at this opening weekend of the NRL, we've got more attendances, more viewers, more attention. It was more competitive. The, the scoreboards were tighter mm. than we have seen. This premiership is so, so hyper-competitive and more than we've seen in the last couple of years. And I think that is due off the back, just dovetailing off the back of this World Cup. And yeah, it comes to a question of, do we gl- grow the game globally or do we just sit here, focus on our showpiece, which is state of origin, yeah. um, and, and keep fanning that? So, I don't know. It's, it's a great conversation. But I think what we can all agree on is that the game is in such a strong position. Certainly is. And the highlight from round one, hands down. Dolphins. 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 Unbelievable. Fins up. Fins up. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you, you haven't swapped from the Bronx to the Dolphins, oh, have you? Oh, do you know what? Borderline. If, <laughs> I'm, I'm wavering. Love I'm this. I'm wavering. Love this. Just walking around with my hands up to my head. <laughs> <laughs> Got to wear two jerseys. <laughs> and you know, it was bedlam at Suncorp Stadium. Oh, it was just a sea of yeah. red. Everyone had the little like foam fin hats on. Uh, I just, I think, what a moment for the game. And I'm kicking myself I didn't back him because you know what? You've got one yeah. shot. 
You had one chance to back the new boys mm. in the competition and I catted it yeah. and I backed the roosters <laughs> and I never should have because as soon as... It was all there. Now that you look in hindsight, oh. it was all there. Wayne Bennett had them dialed up deluxe. That was something straight out of the Wayne Bennett playbook. And um, yeah, it was a fantastic moment. A, primarily for the Dolphins. B, for the game. And if that if that Dolphins didn't win you over, you need to go and have a look in the mirror. That was a fantastic effort, and it was uh, yeah, it was a great experience. So well done. Yeah, you speak about a Wayne Bennett special. You, you knew straight away, and and after the game, when I heard a couple of their players interviewed, and they all said, "Oh, no one expected us to win a game." Classic Wayne in the build-up. That's what he would have been telling them. All the media, the so-called experts, they haven't tipped you blokes to win. And you knew straight away why did why didn't if you were ever going to back the Dolphins it should have been game one, but it's going to be a long season for them. And if they get a few injuries, I still have my concerns about their depth. But yeah, that, it was great. It, it was just good for rugby league, I reckon. Just before we get into round two, Loz, mm. is, I know you got a lot of sympathy for Fergo and wanting yeah. <laughs> us to mm. pass the tin around for his nose. Mm. Are you filthy that you know you didn't get your nose fixed by the? <laughs> By the league after your retirement? Well, they charged me on the inch. <laughs> so it, Jeez, it, it cost me. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did cost me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, so Fergo. Look, it'll be cheap for Fergo mm. compared to my big snob. Can I get any work done? Uh, yeah, surely. You can claim something. Yeah. You've worked for long enough. In, you're involved in the NRL. I've spoken enough about footy. I deserve My back sore as well. I had surgery on my back. How long How long do you get an insurance claim for? In rugby? 12 months. 12 months. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's not long. Yeah, yeah okay. What are you thinking about? No, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking about, about going to the players' no, association. No, I'm thinking about Fergo. Like... I'm going to wish list. I'm going to call Clint Newton. So, mate, I've worked enough, long yeah. enough in the game, decade in I'm the game. I'm a back sore from carrying these blokes. <laughs> oh, All right. I'm getting the hurry up. Ooh. Round two. <laughs> Penrith and Souths. Penrith tonight with Tab at $1.55. The Bunnies, $2.45. Four and a half is the line here. Bunnies are the plus. Latrell Mitchell has been named. He trained yesterday, albeit with a bandage on his left knee. Loved his cracks in the windscreen comment about the Panthers just to really fire things up as if the Panthers aren't going to be fired up about that, as if there isn't going to be a flashpoint or two tonight. And that's exactly what we want to see, Bonnie. Oh, I can't wait for this one. What a way to kick off round two. Uh, and as you mentioned, our two-time premiers, they've been like Chautauqua. They've just stayed in the barriers, really, for the last or well, the first two games um, with that World Club Challenge in round one. And and I just feel like they will be primed. I think their egos have been bruised a little bit. Trell Mitchell played into that, just saying the cracks in the windscreen. Um, and you know what? Ivan Cleary was really honest. He said, yeah, look, we are disorganised. Uh, we haven't got everything going in the right. There were lapses in defence. There's not a lot going on. Um, Skipper Isaiah Yo said that, you know, he felt frustrated and it was a disappointing way to kick off the year. So, fueled by Latrell's comments, I'm expecting a huge response from the Panthers tonight. Um, Jerome Luai and Jamin Salmon, that little disagreement caught on camera. And you all know, right, you've all been in professional team environments, uh, that happens often. Just we never really get to see it. So the fact that we, we got a little peep inside uh, some of the communication, uh, I think was just titillating enough. And yeah, you mentioned that Ivan called them into the headmaster's office and said, mate, it's fine to have that disagreement. Just let's do it behind closed doors. So I'd imagine they've tidied up. They've done a little bit of mopping up around 
Western Suburbs this week. Um, uh, sorry, Sydney's West uh, this week. So I think the Rabbitohs, they were fantastic. And I love the fact that Jason Demetrio said that we're not a one-trick pony on the left. Our right can attack as well. That had been starting to really emerge the back end of last year. Um, so they are a, a, a different kind of attacking threat this year. Um, but the Panthers back at home on a Thursday night with some bruised egos, yeah. they'll be out to prove a point. Yeah, they've got a good track record against South Sydney. They've won nine of their last ten. Uh, you're right in what you said about South. That's the thing that I think will hold them in good stead for the rest of the season, the ability to have a different focal point in attack, so not always going down their left, trying to find other avenues to score. So their right edge was very important, will, will be very important to South as we get deeper into the season. But Penrith... I just can't see them losing two in a row. But, you know, not only losing two in a row, but they lost that World Club Challenge, mm. which is an important mm. game for them. Um, I think they get the job done. Uh, the question mark over Latrell, although they said he will play. A um, couple of forwards missing. So, I, yeah, I think Penrith get the job done. Panthers. Panthers all round. Both Champions League games this morning. Scoreless round of 16 second legs between Bayern Munich and PSG. Tottenham and AC Milan as well. Now, we're Celtic up against Hearts this morning, and uh, I haven't seen the teams, but hopefully quite a few Socceroos should be in action there. Uh, it is 1-1 at halftime there at Celtic Park in the Scottish Premiership. Uh, and uh, Celtic, just seeing if Aaron Moy, yeah, Aaron Moy is playing. Uh, Nathaniel Atkinson's there. Cam Devlin for Hearts. Kai Rolls all playing as well. So that's uh, four Socceroos playing there. Uh, this morning in that Scottish Premiership match, 1-1 at halftime at Celtic Park. But we've got Yvonne Sampson from Fox League in the studio, and uh, we're previewing round two. Bez the Chippy on the text line was pretty happy about Paige Spirinak being at Manly training there yesterday. Saw <laughs> the vision on the news last night. See that, pup? I did see her yeah. defence. Yeah. yeah, good technique. Tackle bags there yesterday. Yeah. She, she won't get suspended with that technique. Mm. Way Graham, no. she chat to her. Right, yes. Mm. Four that was weeks. nice and timely for International Women's Day. Mm, perfect. <laughs> no coincidence at all. So good. Mm. Just on that, four weeks, Wade Graham. Harsh, fair. Oh, you know, technically his feet left the ground and that was the immediate concern. Um, and Wade went to the NRL judiciary and said, and part of his defence was because he has such a serious history with uh, head knocks and concussion because his natural technique was to go low and around the hip area. And he said, look, I've worked really hard on changing my technique so that I don't get knocked out repeatedly. So he's obviously gone too high in this instance. Um, it looked great. It all, those hits mm. always look mm. fantastic. But the, the, yeah, the, the chance of you getting it wrong in that split moment um, are too great. So, yeah, the NRL judiciary... Uh, weren't sympathetic to Wade's plight. He went there, he pleaded his case, he got it wrong. So now, yeah, four weeks, which is disappointing for Wade Graham. Certainly is. uh, The second game of the weekend he won't be a part of because it is uh, the Eels up against the Sharks. And the market with Tab has Parramatta $1.50, Cronulla $2.60, five and a half the line here, here, Sharks the plus. And they still don't have Nico Hines, Cronulla. Parramatta, uh, with the Mitch Moses situation bubbling away in the background, how good was the, the exchange between the journalist and Mitch Moses the other day? Oh, I loved it. Then Denny just comes in at the end with a little, <laughs> just uh, as the other journos sort of cop the heat off Mitch. But, you know, this was always going to happen, particularly as Loz mentioned it the other day. We had basically the perfect storm. 
A, you said, you know, he wanted it sorted by round one. B, they lose their opening match. And in a situation where Mitch probably didn't have his best performance and, uh, you know, the game was there to be won from Parramatta. And hence, there was always going to be the questions when he was put up by, by you know, Parramatta to speak to the media earlier in the week. It's it's unfortunate because we always judge or gauge a player. Uh, if he wants X amount, if you want a million bucks, you better play like a million-dollar player. And so if you don't have that million-dollar performance on the Monday morning, everyone's like, well, you're not worth it. You should have signed last week. You're, you're, you're greedy, you know, and all that sort of stuff. Because, you know, what you're worth, and, and Ben Hunt's been a victim of this for a long time yeah. too. Mm. You're the marquee man. You've got to deliver like the marquee man. And, um, yeah, so Mitch Moses, unfortunately, is just caught in that – uh, limbo where he hasn't quite signed. Um, whether the club thinks or some of the fans think that he's trying to, you know, sweeten the deal and and milk a little bit more out of whatever he can get. Um, but yeah, look, it was just. I'm sure Mitch Moses prefers not to have to answer these questions. Um, he'd prefer to just get on with the season because, yeah, there's a few moments I'm sure Mitch would like to have back in that opening round. Um, uh, Dylan Brown the same. Uh, you know, I think Parramatta they were. They were good without being fantastic. And it was really just that inspired second half from Cam Munster that got the storm up um, after that gruesome oh. uh, compound fracture, dislocation, whatever it was. Um, what a yeah. fair looking at bones popping through skin. No, no. foul. It makes me feel ill. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that was all Cam Munster in that second half. So, look, I think for Cronulla, and I loved, uh, you know, the, the intent and the energy down in the Shire, but... Th- you know, their coach, Craig Fitzgibbon, said their execution under pressure just wasn't up to scratch. They only had 66% completion. They missed 44 tackles, 15 errors. And that's not uncommon in round one. You can be a little bit patchy. Um, but Cam McInnes said this week that there's absolutely no excuses. And some of the stuff that he saw and experienced out there on that Saturday night to open the round, he said it felt like under sixes mistakes. So there's lots now to work on for the Sharks. I've tipped the Eels. Uh, I think they're going to be... Uh, much stronger. I liked Josh Hodgson. He had some really great touches, some moments there. I think he's still working out how is he the best fit for two halves that really demand the ball. Um, And that's going to be a work in progress for Josh Hodgson. Uh, Jermaine Hopgood. I love the buzz around Jermaine Hopgood. Um, He was fantastic. He was rock solid, actually. 84. He played every single second of that game uh, in a debut right in the middle. That's as good as you can ask. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to go Parramatta. Um, I'm going the Sharks in this game. Mm. Um, Parramatta, I thought they were brave last week, but decision-making let them down in the last sort of quarter of that, that match. Uh, I'm like you. I was, ha- I was really impressed with Hopgood. I thought Dory um, was very good. Uh, but there's just something about this Sharks team that's tough. Um, if they can limit their errors, um, I think they just might outwork Parramatta. Um, they're an effort-based team with a bit of skill, and I think, even though they're away from home, and Parramatta have got a good track record at Combank Stadium, even though they lost that game last week to Melbourne, I, I think they can get away with it. Sorry, right, mate. No, take your time, mate. Take your time. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> you need to think about it a bit more? A little bit more. Yeah, yeah do you want to go, right, yeah. Yeah. Want to go past yeah. 9 o'clock this morning? Yeah. Uh, I'm just waiting for 7.46. <laughs> okay. I want to go para. I'm Come with... on, Mitch. Shut them all up, Mitch. Take as long as you want to sign your contract. You're entitled to it. <laughs> You're doing nothing wrong. Come on. Go the yields. I'm with the Sharks. Good. Friday night, 8 o'clock. 
It's uh, the big Queensland derby between the Broncos and the Cowboys. Tight market with Tab. The Bronx at $1.77. The Cowboys, $2.05. One and a half is your line. Brisbane, the minus. We get to see Reese Walsh back in Brisbane colours this week, Bonnie. Wonderful. Making a club debut. So he'll start at fullback, pushing Selwyn Cobbo to the wing. I, and I said last week, I think these two are probably the most exciting young players that we've seen for a little while. And I love that they're both in Broncos colours. Uh, this is the 4X derby. And they celebrate this like any good Queensland milestone or major event. And they had Alfie Langer tapping the keg at the Breakfast <laughs> Creek Hotel. And anyone out there, if you have not had a beer off the wood at the Brecky oh, yeah. Creek, yeah. it's Gotta like it. mother's milk. So Alfie, I, th- I think Alfie's still there, to be honest. Um, so this is a major deal. And I love these derbies. They're always exhilarating. Um, they always are hyper-competitive. They bring out the best in both of these teams. Um, I loved Adam Reynolds and Ezra. Man, he was so brave. In your he's man. Tipped he's tipped him to my play Origin. Too. Favorite. Me too. I, I reckon he's playing Origin this year. Oh. I don't know how he's getting in. There's going to have to be some injuries, but I, I love him. Me too. So, he's a genius. Yeah, I love him. So, um, Payne Haas was just monstrous again, 172 metres, 18 runs. Paddy Carrigan was off mm. the back fence. Uh, but North Queensland have this bloke called Reuben Cotter. Now, not only does he not have the best mullet in the oh. game, uh, he ran for uh, – he had the biggest impact of any other middle in the opening round of the NRL. So um, I, I think that Reuben Cotter just epitomises what the Cowboys are about this year. Scott Drinkwater's, I think, going to be up for another big year. Um, Toddy Payton hasn't changed his team at all, but he, he knows that they needed to improve because the Raiders got well back into that, that match in Townsville. Um yeah, I'm going to tip the Broncos. I'm sticking with... Did you tip the Broncos? Yes, yes Mido. I thought about you. Yes. I tell you what. I tell you what. If I had to change my top eight, I think I'll, after round one, I think I'd have to find a place for the Broncos because yep. I thought that was a great win. Well, we're going to do a new yep. segment next Wednesday, Loss. That was a Swap or win. keep. Oh, yeah. swap or keep. Well, it's your I idea. Like swap or keep. What are, we, what are we talking about We'll here? get to that what, next week. Why oh, do you think I brought it up? Just saying. Just a question. <laughs> <laughs> What are we swapping? <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> oh, are we talking footy? That's a different kind of party. Oh, no, I'm, just, I'm just asking. I don't know what we're talking about here. You leave, want, you leave should, me out of the loop. Should we want to go down there? I just want to know what we're swapping and what we're keeping. I don't know what we're talking about. You have all gone very red. Each and every one of you. <laughs> just a question. I don't know why. You, know, oh. just, you said it's a new segment. I'm just trying to work out what the segment is before I, you know, preparation. Look, we're open to suggestions. Yes. What's that just pick something and I and then tell, puts it on us. So I'm just trying to work. I just want to prepare. I want to know. Do I have time to think about what well, I want to swap? Well, you got a long time to think about what it. I want to get. The after party of the BSB long lunch. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. Uh, <laughs> Cowboys will be playing finals football this year. But I'm going to go the Broncos. I like the excitement that the Broncos have created in this back line. And Paddy Carrigan is such a good player. He's off contract. And if I'm a club that needs leadership, I'm going all out to get him. Yeah, he's off contract next year. A story came out this week that half a dozen clubs are already inquiring about him for when he is off contract. So yeah. he'll be able to talk to other I'd clubs from the end of this year. So we've gone Brisbane, 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 Brisbane. I'm assuming you're going Brisbane, oh, so I'm, sure I'm going to go Cowboys. Okay, Cowboys for pup. Uh, the swap? swap or keep. <laughs> the three. I'm always happy to swap. Uh, <laughs> you think you've been drinking this morning, oh, mate? Uh, What's in that red yeah. bottle? Mm. 
But he's got pre-workout end red bull. Yeah, I'm just trying <laughs> to wake up for you guys, that's all. This se- segment's going to finish at 9.30. Oh, my we God, God we're in so much trouble. Uh, <laughs> City Roosters $1.27. Warriors $3.80. Line is 12 and a half with Tab. Warriors the plus. And this is 3 o'clock Saturday and at Allianz Stadium. So the, the Roosters, Vonnie... Uh, they were flat as attack for a long part of that game on Sunday afternoon against the Dolphins. Yeah, Trent Robinson said that they were well beaten. The Do- Dolphins just dominated their forwards and that just really opened them up. They didn't win um, anything around the ruck. They offered very poor decisions off the back of that. It's not uncommon for a Roosters team, especially under Trent Robinson, to start the season a little bit slowly because we know when the whips are cracking at the end of the year, they are always up and about. Um, they've lost La- Matt Lodge, who had surgery on that depressed uh, fracture. looked like he had a golf dis- divot oh. in his face. Um, Brandon Smith has got PTSD from Felice Kafusi. That was <laughs> unbelievable. Um, but he is, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, Brandon Smith will be back at, along with Victor Radley. But um, the big in is Joey Manu. Um, I think that, let's not forget, he was awarded the Golden Boot as the best player in the world um, off the back of that World Cup. And I think the Roosters look very different with Joey Manu in them. So um, I am going to tip the Roosters. The Warriors were good at home and um, their coach, Andrew Webster, is hoping for that resilience to stay because Adam Fanua Blake said we don't want to be the first team to fold anymore. Like that's just got to get yeah. out of our game and our mentality. So I think the Warriors are really great, but um, yeah, Roosters. I don't want to take anything away from the Dolphins' performance last weekend, but for me, they were the most disappointing team of the weekend. The Roosters, given Definitely. they wanted to change their attitude towards the start of the season, so it was a big focus of theirs to get away to a good start. And they just didn't. And their last two meaningful games, last year's semi-final and this year, has been so unroosters like They just lost their way. So they need to make sure that someone is able to control this team. And if things aren't going great, pull them back into line and get them to get through their set, get to a kick and work their way back into the contest rather than trying to force it and make it happen. Uh I think this will be a close game because I don't think Radley will play after the knock that he had last week. Um, and you look at the Roosters' forward pack, it's not as strong as what it could be. I like the look of the forwards in the, the Warriors. I'd take the start with the Warriors. Head-to-head, I think the Roosters just get home on the back of Tedesco and Joey Manu. But I, I think this is a different Warriors team this year. Mm-hmm. Roosters. Fins up. They've been one of the big <laughs> firmers of the week. The Dolphins, $2.40. Oh, Loz, how will you feel if you lose this right. one? $1.58, the Raiders, four-and-a-half-point favourites going to KO Stadium. up, mate. Horns up for the Raiders. <laughs> Bonnie, who wins and why? Uh, I'm going the Dolphins. The last team to open their first season with two wins was the Storm back in 1990. I just think off the back of what they did on Sunday, the excitement and the belief would be sky high. This is at KO Stadium, their very first home game ever in the NRL. So uh, no surprise that this is absolutely sold out. Um, I, I think can, can Kafusi the question is can Kafusi be that ruthless boy can the Bromwich boys get out and, and push the middles around for the Canberras uh, can Jermaine Asako continue to just slot them from everywhere he scored a double he's the NRL at the moment leading point scorer um, Isaiah Katoa he said he had a rude shock when 
uh, Joseph Swali'i uh, got up in his face and, and buried him a little bit. And he said, but I just loved it. And I thought, this is it. This is the NRL. So just given off the belief that they have from what they did to the Roosters, I'm going to tip the Dolphins because I think they're just going to feed off that energy, uh, the sheer exuberance that we found. Um, Canberra, absolutely very dull in that first half in yeah. Townsville. But they got back into it. Uh, but I think just the, the intent from the Dolphins is going to be there. Yeah, the Raiders found their rhythm in the second half, and it's a tough road trip going there you know, in March to play the Cowboys in North Queensland with all that heat and humidity. The Dolphins were very impressive week one. I'm unsure of whether they can get back to that level. I, I, I think they'll, they'll be competitive, but I think the Raiders will be too good. Raiders. Dolphins. Melbourne $1.36, Bulldogs $3.27.5 is the line storm the minus for this game at Amy Park Saturday night. Vonnie, I won't be surprised if Carl Alopu is a late inclusion here. Oh, interesting. Into the halves okay. for the dogs. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm. I Any heard... info? No, a few yep. people on the text line have oh. said it's going to happen though. Right. What so... did Josh Reynolds say? I said he was very impressive yeah. in the New South Wales Cup last week. There very you go. impressive. All right. Well, that's yeah. one earmarked. Black book that one. Um, I'm going to go with the Storm. I think even without all of their stars or the sort of the biggish names, uh, I think the Melbourne Storm probably still have too much to cover the Bulldogs. We were so excited to see this new Bulldogs. And look, our expectations were probably a little bit unrealistic. Of course, we wanted all those new connections to click instantly. Um, there are questions now being asked about Matt Burton. Uh, is he a work in progress at 5'8"? Would you? Oh, no. No way in the world, no. mate. He's still got a lot of improvement, yes. but he's still a gun player. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, he's a gun. gun. No question. Um, I think Cameron Serrato said that the attack was unacceptable. So mm. no doubt the Bulldogs have had a tough week at training. But I just think the Storm, Nick Meaney's fantastic, continues to impress yeah, at fullback. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's really just, he said, look, we won't see Pappenhausen for the next six weeks, but I'm going to use that chance to, to make sure that I'm adding to my game as much as I can. So anyway, Melbourne Storm. Uh, I, I think Melbourne will win. Harry Grant, wow, what a performance in round one. Uh, unbelievable player. Uh, Canterbury, I'm expecting a much more improved display. And if they hang on to the ball, I think they can do that. Uh, I think it'll be tighter. Um, I don't think Melbourne will blow them off the paddock because there's no Cam Munster, but they just get the job done too professional. Yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne all round. Tigers $1.70. Newcastle $2.15. Two and a half. The Lion Knights, the plus. Leichhardt Oval, Sunday afternoon. Uh, Jackson Hastings against his old team. David Clemmer against his old team uh, playing for opposite clubs that they were playing for last year, Bonnie. Clem just bathing in the bad blood too. Just suits him down to the ground. He absolutely loves it. Uh, Clarky, if they start Appy off the bench again, oh, they are what? going to riot on know. Wayne Pierce Hill. I, I don't know what happened there. What? I, no, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> Can I, you make I, a call No, too? I can't. I don't. There's no explanation. I don't get it. Was you know? Is you Sheen's going to do this again? I know Tim he's Sheen's been named anyone. Oh. to start. I, I, I don't know. I, what I, happened I, there? Well, he just said he's underdone. So, and Dewey said we don't know the full story. <laughs> Listen, we don't know the coaching let's, strategy. Let's assume Tim Sheens knows what he's talking about. I think he's earned that. But even yeah. if he is, he's still our best well, player well, by a long well, way. Well, what I thought was happening was they he was underdone, so they wanted him to play uh, twenty minutes, time. then have a rest, yeah, and okay. then be there for the whole second half. That's the way I thought yeah, it was going okay. to play out. But it didn't play out like that <laughs> because he got started off the bench, played, then got dragged. Well. Replaced Dragged. because of um, 
Yeah, fatigue. So he's obviously underdone. I think they start him this week, though. They have to. I think. Mate, we need him so bad. The locals are just going to be off yep. their head mm. if they don't see Appy run out. Yep. Um, I'm going to tip the West Tigers. Uh, I don't know about the Knights at the moment. I'm just a little bit uncertain. They were okay, but they fell in and out of that game against the Warriors. Tigers. Tigers. Don't you dare, Knights. Mm. Oh, oh, you're such a... I can't a swear. <laughs> Last game you're of the round. Way. You're one of those. Oh, we get to see the St. George Illawarra Dragons for the first yes! time. This Come year. on, the Dragons. The wait is over. <laughs> oh, fill the fridge, Dragons fans. Come Sunday on, the night, Dragons. Sunday night, Cogra. <laughs> In fact, this market's changed. Uh Dragon slide outsiders, $1.95. Titans, $1.85. That's changed in the last 24 hours. It's the other way. Uh, so slight favourites here, the Titans, travelling to Cogra. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Sampson slash O'Keefe. Mr. 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 Kemeny slash Pitt yes. of Fox League as well. Yeah. Uh, big Dragons fans. Uh, I've got, like, the Dragons fans that are my friend. They're, they're angry people. No, I know. They've all got this red and white nut job mm. WhatsApp. Understandably. Where they just vent and, <laughs> and you know, it's crazy. Um, I, I, look, St. George Illawarra, it all begins for them. People have rock bottom expectations, which is probably a little bit unfair. I thought Ben Hunt's coming off arguably the best year of his career, but so much responsibility rests on his shoulders. Uh, Titans had great energy around them. I think foreign spoon feeding for feeder is an absolute treat. So if foreign is fit, just keep doing that. Um, and just made sure that Fafita was a man of the match at that at Leichhardt game. Um, Titans. <laughs> Titans? Yep. Oh, no, I think... The... And divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think the Dragons will come out and play well. Because of all the talk surrounding them after that poor performance, I remember a couple of years ago, same thing happened, and they started the season off well. They've got a decent side. And I think being at home, I, I think they win. I, I really do. Titans. Oh, are we certain Kieran Foran's playing? No. no. I'll, I'll tip Dragons. If I was certain Foran's playing, I'm tipping Titans. Dragons then. Okay, it's two minutes past eight. Vonnie, thank you for the coffee. Oh, thank quickly, you quickly. Oh, Uncle, Uncle Laurie. Laurie. Okay, this is a futures bet. Um, we're oh, going to geez. April 1st. <laughs> Day one of the, the champs. For the size produce stakes. Oh. Now, this is... August Bloom. It's into 40s at the moment. It's, it's, uh, it's a two-year-old filly. Going to go around either in the Magic Knight or maybe the Black Opal. Um, it was a half a million dollar Easter yearling. Peter and Paul Snowden. Um, Uncle Laurie tipped her last start. She was $150. He went each way and she was flashing home for a wonderful fourth. Um, so this, uh, you're squinting, Mido. I'm got trying to find it. So, oh, well, I'm seeing it. It's, so it's, <laughs> if it's in the Magic Knight, race four, number nine on Saturday. Yes. If it runs in the match. If it night. runs. Yes, yes, yes. So keep an eye on the um, But this is open. a futures bet for the size okay. produce on April 1st. Okay. So the horse is, horse is called August, August Bloom. Bloom. Look for it in the English size on yes, day one of the championships. Yes. Courtesy of Uncle Laurie. Bonnie, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, boys. <laughs>